Hello, hello. Welcome to the second edition of This Is My Pod this week. Wow. Yay. Busy, 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 busy bees. Busy bees. Week is well Being consistent, you. mate. Well yeah. consistent. Yeah, knocking them out. <laughs> like, knocking them out of the park. Of the park. That's uh, it, that's it. How do you, my friend? Long time no speak. It's been a yeah, I know, hours, right? Like two days. Oof. Yeah, better get used to it. Yeah, no, I can't. I can't even do my 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 World Cup joke again. You know, can't be repeating oh, no. it. I know, right? Oh, no. I know. Just, uh, I don't know what happened over the last two days. Yeah, I work. You know, what yeah, are you gonna do? Much like, that's that's about it, really, isn't it? Nothing. Pretty much it, yeah. World doesn't explode yet. <laughs> we we've had some some good viewing numbers for the interview with uh, Jose Mal, so I'd like yeah. to thank uh, Joel Jose jo- Joel Joel not so, Jose. Joel. <laughs> Joel. Oh, get that one wrong. Okay, no, yeah. So Joel Mal has pretty decent um, viewing numbers, and thank you everyone that tuned in. Thank you to Joel for for joining us. Yeah. And we we had a comment straight after the show saying, "When are you guys going to do the the match review?" Here we are. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Ask and we deliver. Wish for. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure there'll be some people to piss off this week. No, of course, of course. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, so as you guys can see from the ticker at the bottom, the title for this episode is Three Horse Race, Shots Fired on Twitter, and Vada Vision. We've heard the Vonda Vision. We've got Vada Vision. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Beautiful. As, as I keep saying, boys and girls, there's never a dull moment when it comes to the Brathlima. Honestly, you, nothing but shenanigans. Nothing but shenanigans. But um, Sometimes there's matches as well. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Well, look, let's start with Ayel's 1-0 victory over Baralimni. Big victory here, if you think about the way that Ayel have started the season, mate. And uh, no, another oh, clean yeah, sheet yeah. for Muriel. Yeah. No, yeah. Or is it yeah. Alison? <laughs> it must be Allison, man. There's no way. There's no way he's getting all these clean sheets in. Uh, you know, um, I'm, he's 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 their best player, isn't he? Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, he's even like a bit later on in the game. You'll see, you'll see in the highlights, he ends up doing the bloody defenders' jobs for him as yep. well. He's, Picking he's, up a yellow card going, as well. Yeah, he's he's going for. He's doing a lot. He's he's doing a lot. Um, but yeah. Well, I don't know, man. They're in good form. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, but you know, they, I, I guess yeah. I mean, all you need to do is pick up these cheeky one-nil wins all over the place. I guess that. <laughs> I guess I guess does what it does what it does. They get they get points on the board. They uh, you know get them going. I um, had you down as a glass half empty kind of guy. <laughs> really, really, with Ael. With Ael, I had them. I had them like three glasses full. So I thought, you know, drain them a bit, yeah, drain them a bit. Get well, my I, get I, my hopes back down. You know, I, I I don't know what to tell you about this club. All right, I I said they're in good form. They haven't lost since uh, unfortunately on the twenty seventh of November. In the yeah. meantime, they got slapped by Bark in a friendly. Um, they drew against Aris and they yeah. have beaten Baralimni. So you got to start somewhere, but. That's a stonewall pen if I've ever seen one right there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a penalty. I don't. It's uh, and well, the good thing is as well, Mir- Miralas has finally scored his first goal for him. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. you know, well, we, you know, we're in March now. He's finally scored a goal for him. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's um, yeah, you know, it just reminded me of what uh, Joel was said on um, 
said on Monday when we were interviewing him is that you know some of these players have got a lot of experience. They're not not necessarily here for uh, to try. They're they're here to you know enjoy themselves and have a last hurrah kind of thing. But do you, do you think Mireles came to Cyprus for that, or do you think he felt that he still has something to offer? Because let's get it right, Ael, as famous as they are, they're not an Omonia, they're not an Apoel. Do you know no. what I mean? Yeah. So do you think it was a bit of a, a risk, or perhaps he, he felt that he could he could bring something to the club? I mean, it could be a bit of both. It's a bit of both, really. Um, but whatever, whatever whatever promises he was given uh whatever promises he gave uh, it's not coming to fruition is it is it i mean you know the it's not it's just not happening for him just 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 isn't just isn't happening for him i mean it might start happening for him now you know better late than never see see if they can um kind of launch a charge into that top six but you know, there's there's too many teams performing too well um, for them to to be able to, to catch up. I think. Yeah. Um, you know, they kind of threw the money, threw a lot of money into the team in the summer because of how badly, in relation to in their past, they performed last season, and it looks like they're doing the exact same thing. So they've they've basically spent all that money to stand still. Yeah, the thing is, they came close to winning the title a couple of seasons ago when they chased Omoni and Abolon. But that mm. one mistake from Vozinha, which let Pisaswar score, effectively ended their title uh, charge. And the thing is, losing Maier, the striker, to um, Ferenc Varos obviously hurt them. Mm. Um, but it seemed like they had a good nucleus of talent there when uh, Gerzib, uh, uh, sorry, uh, Gerkes was in charge. Yeah. Um, but they, they just disbanded, as clubs do in Cyprus. You know, 10, 15 players leave, 10, 15 players arrive. You can't get any uh, consistency at all. And we saw in the summer, you know, they put in uh, Silas as the head coach. They had uh, Blimey Bebe as sporting yeah. director. They didn't have a sporting director prior to him being there. Um, and it's almost as if they, they gambled, but it hasn't paid off again. Mm. And it's no surprise that the fans are, are, are quite unhappy at the moment. But the thing is, they're not as vocal as I'm not to see yet at, at the moment anyway. So, um, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think I, I think they they realise that this is probably like a transitional period that they're in at the moment. That's probably yeah. why. Yeah, um, possibly. Yeah. I mean, you, they're, they're not... You can't say they're not vocal. I mean, you know, they're uh, beating, you know, they're beating the crap out of the stadiums. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it's. I think I think there was. Uh, I saw on social media a couple of places as well. Like they had a lot, a lot, a lot of fans there in in Baralimni. So you know, it's quite a journey. It's, you know, Cyprus distances to to make to go to the game. Yeah. So yeah. you know, they've got they've still got like a really big following so i guess I, I i guess they must be believing in whatever project seems to be in place when i look at their squad and look we know that there have been many underperforming players there clearly muriel has been their standout player the goalkeeper yeah um someone like teixeira that's been there a while i like him as a center back mm -hmm. he's he's solid 
very rarely makes mistakes. Hugo Bastov is, is pretty Before decent. Before he got injured, yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, as I said weeks ago, um, I, I expected Lazar Pavlovich to, to come into his own, having joined from Partizan, but unfortunately he picked up an injury. I don't know what's happening with him. But then you've got players like Kassa. Uh, you've got, as you mentioned, Miralaz. You've got Kataklitnic, who is... I don't even know what's happening to him. Is he even playing? Yeah. Um, Saila Berahino hardly plays now. Even Stefan Shepovic, who, you know, joined with a big reputation, having played in, you know, La Liga and in Belgium. I, I like Stefan anyway, and this is a personal opinion anyway. So, mm-hmm. of course, I'm going to be biased. Um but they, they have got a decent squad when you look at it, but you just know it's not a squad that's going to challenge for European places or even a cup. Yeah, I think I think what surprised them is uh, that you know they kind of went in thinking right, you know, well nobody's nobody's going to amass a, the kind of squad that that we're going for, and then kind of everybody above them's done the same. So if you have a look at some of these other teams like Bafo and Ari and, uh, uh, and, you know, some of the bigger teams as well, they've also gone in and spent a load of money to try and keep up with uh, with everybody else. Uh, and I think, and, uh, and I think that's kind of what's done them in. I mean, it's not, it's not necessarily the amount of, uh, the amount of goals they're conceding because they're not conceding that many. For their place that, that they're in, I mean, at the moment their goal difference is zero. They've conceded eleven, and they've scored eleven. So it's it's that goal scored column that's an issue for them. So so it is, yeah. it is the players like Miralles, like Berahino, like Casa that aren't performing the way that they're supposed to. Whereas you know your defensive players are doing the job. Yeah. Uh, to be honest, uh, I think there's a player that we well we clearly haven't mentioned him, but he's been put one of their better players this season, and that's uh, Aaron Chibola. Yeah, um, the Congolese yep. lad, but he he played for Aston Villa, Nottingham Forest. I think it was at Kilmarnock before going to going to Turkey. And look, let's get it right. He's not your Angola Kante. He's not your Kostadinov or your Bashiru, yeah. but. I think he's still got a lot to offer and he's only 27 years old. You'd think mm-hmm. that, no disrespect to the Cypriot League, but you see players go out there in their 30s. Yeah. But um, he looks like he's got something about him, you know. Maybe he, he needs a bigger platform. I don't know. What do you think? Well, I, he had, uh, like, uh, he was at uh, MK Dons, I think, before he started. That's right, yeah. He signed for Villa. Uh, I don't. I don't think he did. Uh, he didn't do much. I don't remember him doing much. Uh, he went on loan now to a couple of places because he just wasn't getting into the first team when Villa were in the Championship, mm. uh, and then uh, they just didn't renew his contract. So he ended up moving to a few different places. So maybe that you know Villa is a club with a lot of history and a lot of expectation. I think of that. Probably stunted it, stunted his development a little bit. Yeah. So now yeah. he's been. So now he's kind of got the drive to be like, no, I, you know what, I can actually play. So, which is why he's kind of moved around and gone to places you wouldn't necessarily uh, see English-based players. So he's gone to Turkey. He's come to Cyprus. He's, and you know, the glimpses that you see of him during the game. 
he's he's a really good player. He's very very mm. good post ball controls. Very good at his passing. He's very good at setting up. Good with the tackling. He's uh, well good with the tackling. I think he's on like six yellow cards at the moment. So he <laughs> he, he goes into the tackle at least. You know he's not scared to jump in there and try and get the ball back. So he's 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 got something. He's just like the the forward players in that team. Or what's letting them down at the moment? Yeah, and and the thing is, I think when you want to strike a partnership, it's the same with every position. Whether it be a two centre forwards, two central midfielders, two centre backs, you need to have like consistency. And I think he and Madojevic do very well together. Mm-hmm. And when Madojevic is in there, perhaps he doesn't stand out as much because I think Madojevic allows him to, sorry, gives him license. To play yeah. a bit more, do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whereas when he's got, I don't know who's the who's the fella that, that played with him last game, Zradowski. I think they're too similar yeah. in the physicality. Yeah. So I don't know, I don't know, but I I, I think he's not disrespect. I think he's better than Ayel, in my opinion, I, anyway. at least at the moment. Yeah, you know the, 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 how Ayel are at the moment. You know, you would have expected them. Last season as well, you would have expected them to be competing more, mm-hmm. and they just haven't. Reasoning behind that, don't know. Uh, but yeah, what about Paralimni? Then I'm sure they might feel a little bit disappointed. I didn't get anything out of this game, given some of the chances that I have. They, they did. They worked hard, but I mean, in the end, if you if you have a look at the chances that Ayel missed again, Kostic. The, the Baralimni goalkeeper is kind of like he was the best player uh, uh, this weekend. You know, we've been going on, we've been going on about their midfield and Diawara and Myra and some of the other some of the other players around them, but this time around it was uh, it was the goalkeeper who pulled out the stops. Uh, and I think uh, he's uh, the, the way he's been performing for Baralimni. I think he's got some some bigger teams looking at him, whether that's in Kipr or abroad. I don't know, but he's got some other teams looking at him. Uh, rumoured. Rumours, rumours. The rumours have started, obviously. You know, we're getting close to January, so everybody's gearing up for gearing up for the transfers. But, yeah, um, you know, it's, it, it, there's a lot of really good goalkeepers this season. There's a lot of really good goalkeepers. Yeah, absolutely. There's absolutely. Really and it's, it's very difficult to to point one out to say that, yeah, he's the standout guy because obviously Pidic has been brilliant for Ajax. Mm-hmm. But looking at the other clubs as well, you know, it's, they've been pretty decent. They've been yeah. pretty decent. So yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't complain. But um, just just back to Baralimni, I mean, you mentioned Diawara, who's obviously on loan from Abuel. Abuel, yeah. Um, Rusha came in uh, after leaving Anostasi in the summer. He didn't really have a, a great spell there. He's got three goals this season. Yeah, but it's almost as if his last goal was like a million years ago, you know, for the club. Yeah, I did. Uh, Rusha has been Rusha has been about. He's been about. Um, he, he obviously has some skills. He has a skill set that pe- that teams are interested in. It's just that goals don't seem to be necessarily uh, one of those one of those skills. Um, I just I was just going to bring up some of his. Stats. He's over. only got two league goals this season. He's got one in the cup. 
Yeah. Um, but when I can't remember the last time he scored. In all fairness, I, I, I honestly cannot. And this isn't me taking the piss or anything. I just, I just don't remember the last time he scored. Was it when they beat Olympiacos in October? I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Uh, plus, I can't, I can't even remember. I'm gonna have to check check now myself. Uh, the last I've, time I've they it. won again, well, the last time. Let's have a look. They they lost two one to Chloraga. Diawara scored that game. Um, they lost to Abuel. Did was it against Arsenal? Goals. He scored? So goals. He scored. Uh, he scored for against Ariel in the uh, in the first. Uh, in the first half of the season, yeah. and then he scored against Nia Salamina, Salamina. in beginning beginning of October. October, yeah, the two yeah. 0 yeah. yeah, so that's the last time he scored for him. Now, I, I forgive me, but I don't know if he's been injured or whatever. But you know, we're, we're almost in January now, yeah. and for him not to have scored since October, I mean, look, I don't want to shit on the guy because, you know, he did well for my club, Omonia, when he was there. Mm-hmm. And he's a Paralimni lad. I think he came through the academy. But, look, if you, if you want to stay in the league, you need goals. And you need goals from all over the pitch. They're not getting yeah. that now. And while a few yeah. weeks ago we were saying that Olympia Goz are going to get sucked into the relegation, or Olympia Goz were practically dead and buried, it looks like they're, they're going to have a strong uh, chance of survival, but I literally look like they might get sucked in, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think they, they seem to be playing well and just not picking points up. So they need yeah. they, they need something from somewhere. Otherwise, you know, the, the it's going to get harder and harder to, to motivate those players, especially yeah. since, you know, Baralim, they've got a pretty young squad as well. So And they've got Voxa next as well, which ain't going to be... <laughs> yeah. Voxa yeah, yeah, yeah. tomorrow. I mean, uh, tomorrow. That's that's a six pointer really for for what's going on down yeah. at the bottom in it. So yeah, ooh. yeah, go. it's going to be go. yeah. But yeah, what you you mentioned? Well, you, in the notes you mentioned IL fans got no football to go watch. <laughs> Do you want to explain to our our viewers what that all that's about? Yeah. So so before the matches, it feels like three years ago now. Um, <laughs> they they the the the, 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 the what I uh, what I've taken to calling the demolishing of the Tirio. Oh, it's good. I know, right? I was, I was like, that's I was good. trying to, I was trying to work, and that was, that was in my head the whole time while I was trying oh, to type an email. I, I got to write it down. That's I very know, good. right? I know, but yeah. Um, ba- so basically, um, the first round of disciplinary stuff that we talked about last week, where IL found a band from one away game, got nothing to do with what happened at the Tirio. Uh, and they did a second lot of disciplinary um, uh, announcements uh, with specifically for the mat for this match. And so the Abolon Isle match, which would have been at the the uh, the the, Neto, uh, the Afamera Stadium. Um, I almost said Neto. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, the Afamera Stadium. So the, basically, that derby now is going to be in an empty stadium. So that's going to be that's uh, that's what that stadium's there for. Um, on top of that, I'll, as I understand it, I'll will then also have another two games without their fans present. So altogether, I'll are going to have four matches without any of their fans. So. Um, 
it's great, great for them. You know, obviously, you know, they're already suffering quite low down the table. Uh, you know, they're starting to pick up some form, like you were saying. They have, they haven't lost in two, so ooh. but um, yeah, uh, they're going to have what I what I think or I understand is going to be four matches without fans there. Uh, it's going to be it's it's going to be interesting to see how the the players react to that to that kind of uh, that kind of atmosphere because. Uh, you know, even even with the with the fans being so far away from the from the pitch at Tirio, IL fans are loud. I mean, you know, the, the if if you watch the highlights of the Baralimni game, you can hear them the whole time, and it's kind of the same arrangement they've got at the Dasos Marco, but without roofs. So the noise, so in theory, the sound disappears as everybody's shouting anyway, and you can just hear IL fans the whole time. So you know. No fan, you know, no fans of these games. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting. Now, following the um, the decision by the Cyprus FA to mm-hmm. to uh, put down this punishment, uh, a director Ael called Mario Stadiodis released some mm-hmm. photos of the damage to see what happened on the fourth of December. That is not in the Ael stand. On Facebook, oh, sorry, <laughs> it put a load of it put a load of pictures of of damage. A uh, few things to say on the photos. One, they were taken during the day, but the match was at night, so could be whatever. Uh, the photos were photos were released after the punishment hammer came down on Isle Hard. Um, and the third thing I wanted to bring up is why did it take 12 days for him to release the images if he had them this, this whole time? So it's, it's, a, bit, it's a bit weird. I, I think it's a bit weird. Um, uh, when, when is anything normal in Cyprus? Well, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I love the quote that kind of came with him. There was like a couple of paragraphs. Um so I'm gonna I'm gonna read it out in Greek, and then I'm gonna do the direct translation, and I'm gonna do a transliteration, and it's great. It's great. It's gonna so, go back and forth. That's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Osus pistevo no di drome psemada na dos enimerosumen posehumen alaxi diatrofi edo gegero. So that directly translates as for anyone who believes that we eat lies, we inform them that we have changed our diet a while ago. And I thought I'll put it in proper English as well. So it's like, for anyone, that I, I love those translations. It's right? like when my mom was, when I was a kid, mom used to say to me, "Papa is Xilon. I'm going to eat wood." Yeah, she actually, she's going to beat the shit out of me. <laughs> right. So, so it, it's great. It, it's great. Kind of the, the the kind of the ending to it. So, it's for anyone that believes we feed people lies, our menu changed a while ago. Mm. But yeah, there you go. So I'm not saying that uh, I'm not saying he's lying or anything. I just think he's really weird that he only decided to release these images 12 days after the match. Mm. Considering you know the CCTV of the IL fans absolutely trashing the place <laughs> was released what like an hour after the match got cancelled. Do you, do you think he gave them enough time to do some photoshopping? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It could be that he just went and took pictures of the aisle bit and then said, look, 
Yeah, they did this on the Abolon side as well, but yeah, I, I've spoken to um, well, you know, I had a had a little um, conversation with Kiri from Cyprus Mail, and um, mm. it was about the images that we put up the other week about the the new stadium, and we just both agreed that it's it's artwork. But I think Kiri has got some photographs of the uh, the Abolon end. No, sorry, it's another friend of mine that's got photographs of the Abolon end when they kicked off against Ayo. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a never-ending story, isn't it? But um, I'm sure they'll live happily ever after. <laughs> yeah, listen, right? You've got good chance, but in the end, it's all Ospria. There you go. Well done. <laughs> You're on fire tonight, man. On fire. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with the food that he's talking about, you know. Oh, you're making me hungry now. <laughs> making me hungry. Right. Next game. Abolon, a 1 0 victory over Doxa in their new stadium. Yeah, so, the arena. Yeah, imagine being the first goal scorer at a new stadium and it's actually an own goal. Oh, man. Oh, man. It's, it's just, it's, it's unbelievable, isn't it? I, um, Ah, oh, the, the Ad, Adenon. Adenon? It's Adenon, right? That's how it's pronounced? Yep. Yeah. Yep. So, um, I had a little I had a little bit of an exchange with a friend of the pod, Anorthosis Stalker. Stalker, yes. Yeah, um, about it being the highlight of this guy's career. And then <laughs> another friend of the pod, uh, Cyprus Football E. Mm-hmm. Uh, came in at the back post and dropped the bomb that the guy will either be famous for being the first uh, first goal scored at the at the Alfa Mega Stadium mm-hmm. or that he got banned from football for a year for assaulting a referee. He's <laughs> 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 made a career of it. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> well, look, shall we talk about this goal that was disallowed? Because yeah. Yeah, at first so, viewing, I didn't think anything was wrong with it. But in all I fairness... I still don't no? think there's anything wrong with it. No. No? Um, I don't know. I think you're slightly off. I think you're slightly yeah, off. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's, it's a weird one. I mean, even when they, even when they uh, kind of showed the line, they only showed it like five or ten minutes after. The actual the right. VAR decision, and they just flashed it on the screen so people didn't see it quick, quick enough. So mm. it was, it, it's a weird one. It is, a, it is a really weird one. But yeah, um, um, this could have gone either way though. To be honest, this game because yeah. Loxa had their own chances. Have you just seen Nabolon hit the post? Well, yeah, um, it's not. It's not a very Nabolon entertaining game. first game at the at the stadium. Yeah, yeah, it's not an Abolon game without the the frame of the goal getting absolutely battered. Yeah, both, it is. Both, <laughs> yeah, there you go. There's, there he is. There he is. Kendi didn't know whether to celebrate or not. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's it. You know the the offside decision. Um, how was. It was it was a weird one. We can we can talk about that a bit later. But yeah, the shop sob chick shop chick, the Luxa player. He he had a really good game. He hit, yeah. he hit the bar. Yeah. He he's the one that scored the uh, the goal that wasn't a goal. Um, it and uh, yeah, uh, Kameni as well for Abolon hitting the bar. Uh, 
good thing. So the one thing that I saw when I was watching the game is uh, Bitas, rather than being mm. like the, the 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 number nine, you know, the, the the one who the one who's getting his head on everything. Instead, he was the one. It, it was kind of playing the second striker. Yeah, playmaker. Seems, which which seems to be his better position, at least with what we saw from from this game, anyway. Because you know. It was, Threading balls through passes, you know, passes, crosses. You know, he's the one that crossed the ball for the uh, yeah. for the own goal. You know, he, uh, I, I think, I, I think he he prefers to be that second striker rather than the one uh, trying to nod it in. Yeah, yeah. What I found interesting about Abolon's play, well, there's two things. First of all, they they like to use wit, very similar to Ayek. That's the first thing I noticed. A lot of their attacks stem from out wide, but they played Alassami left back and Hamas left wing. So it's almost as if they, they had the added protection on their left-hand side, but they also had the two guys that can overlap each other because they, they complement each other very, very well. And I think that's yeah. a very, very interesting um, way to play, especially against a Doxa side that effectively played like a 3-5-2 system. Now, yeah. I don't know whether that's going to be something they're going to continue doing throughout the season because when you look at Transfermarkt, for example, it shows that Dingini was was right wing. He wasn't a right winger. As you quite rightly said, it was more bitter on that right-hand yeah. side, but it was operating as a, as a, as a, as a number 10, so to speak, a playmaker. Mm -hmm. So, again, I don't know if that's how our ball are going to play moving forward, but it's a good win for them. It's a win that they definitely needed. And... Again, they, they, they seem to be in good form at the moment. I know they um, they lost against Abuel in October, but they drew against Carmel. They said they beat Agrida, all right, lost to Ayek, but who hasn't lost to Ayek this season? Yeah. And they beat Baralimni and Doxa. But the last two games, potential banana skins, but they got six points. And they got Omonia on Thursday. So, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if they make it, you know, nine points out of nine. Well, I mean, you know, especially since you've been the Omonia fan saying that, is, uh, <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, the thing is, right, Magredi has got the same team as Gadala, but it looks like he's changed he, he's changed the way that they, that they play fundamentally. So like you were saying, using the wings a lot more than, mm. than what Gadala was doing. So I think, I, I think it, you know, They've kind of seen what um, you know your Aries and your Baffles are trying to do, and trying to and trying to implement that. And Ayek as well, obviously. They're they they're, they're they're kind of the the big merchants of the the wing play at the moment. And uh, I think they're trying to just match that up because it, it just seems to be working for everybody else, isn't it? Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, the thing is, uh, is is it a, a gamble from Gidzi to to bring in? Um, uh, Magridi as head coach because this is effectively his first head coach role, isn't it? Because I know mm -hmm. he, he was the under twenty one head coach and then he was the, the assistant. Um, I, I, look, we, we've seen this happen before with Gadala, for example, being promoted from mm -hmm. um, the lower ranks to head coach, and he did well at the beginning, and it kind of petered off. But you know, Magridi is a is a very well-respected guy in Cyprus. You know, he played for Abuel, Omonia. He was in Ukraine for a bit. So it's not as if he's just someone that has been plucked out of the air. He, he clearly knows the Cypriot League. Um, but in terms of the experience from a head coach perspective, 
perhaps they, they do need someone fresh because look, Kadala, mm-hmm. I think was, was is a fantastic head coach. I like him. I really yeah. do like him. And while you know the, the results tell tell you otherwise, I think he's a very progressive guy. But at the same time, maybe he didn't know the Cypriot League as well as he should have. So bringing in someone like Magalides, who again is a, is an up and comer, but knows the environment. Maybe that it could be a masterstroke. It could be a, a you know, yeah. a shit show. Well, well, yeah, but I think I think you say Magrid is uh, is a newcomer, but uh, up and comer, sorry. But I think he's been in that role for quite a while because he retired he retired a while ago. Whereas I think Catala retired the like the season before he started managing at Ajax. Right, kind of took took on that um, back you know that backroom role at Ajax. I was kind of just waiting for his, uh, just waiting for his chance. Whereas mm. I think I think Magrid has been just just working. I think he's just been uh, working because he's, he's he's been he's been retired for a while now. I don't, I don't it must be at least three or four seasons. Mm. But, fair point. Fair point. Yeah. Well, maybe this is something for our, our Bolon fans to, to discuss and, and give yeah. give us their thoughts. Um, yeah. Another question I need to bring to your attention. Mm-hmm. The club captain, Hambos, he hasn't played since the Agreda game in November. Now, I don't know if he was injured, but he hasn't played the last two, three games. He was on the bench. Now, Magridi has gone with uh, Gol and Saha in the middle of the park. I'm sure mm-hmm. Zrandi will, when he's back in form, will be in with a shout. Now, this isn't me saying that Humboy is finished at Abolon, but we know there were murmurs about him possibly leaving last summer. Um, I'm not sure when his contract expires. I think it expires in 2025. But to me right now, it doesn't look like he's got a future at the club. What do you think? Uh, I mean, it would be... Is it's not the first time people have turned around and said he's not got a future at the club. And um, what, what he did then is he he ended up going on loan for a season in Portugal. So you know he's he's got it in him to kind of prove people wrong um, uh, in the past because uh, he spent he was like for five years at Abolon before they sent him out on loan. Uh, out to Estoril, yeah. Uh, so I don't, you know, if you maybe he just organizes if if it's the case that uh, they they uh, they don't think he has a future, then it might be that I'll show you guys like I did last time. Get gets a loan move, you know, plays plays his ass off, and then ends up coming coming back into the team, you know, next season. Okay, another question then. I remember at the beginning of the season, Panayodis um, Artimada, the new signing from Anorthosi, the centre-back, man of the match display in the Super Cup against Omonia, has only played four games this season, hasn't featured under this new head coach. Again, does this seem like a coach who is has been viewing the club, obviously under Gadala, and probably thought, okay, we're champions, some signings have been made, some players have been here a bit too long. 
there are certain players that can play in the system that I want, that I can trust. Is he doing the nicey-nicey approach in the sense that, okay, I'm not going to completely um, leave you out in the cold. You're going to be on the bench from time to time to keep you happy. But at the same time, I don't really see you in my plans. Well, I, I think it depends. Um, but yeah, I, I, the fact that actually my dad isn't really showing showing up in these games is a bit of a weird one, I think, because he's it's not like it's not like he's under underperformed when when he's played for him. Um, there's a I don't know, I don't know. It, it just seems to be. I mean, you you just seem to be mentioning the Cypriot players as well. So I don't know if there's uh, I don't know if there's sort of like a clique thing going on, maybe. Um, that... we'll, we'll put it this way: the the only Cypriot player that started at the weekend was Bitta. Yeah. The only Greek player that started was Mavrias. Yeah. And Mavrias, they were saying under Catala that he was going to be out the door, but yeah. he's reborn, so to speak. They've obviously stuck with Roberge, who's the captain now. Um, Jovanovic has done well, so maybe that's the reason why Pima doesn't come into the team. As I mentioned, Alessami and Hamas played on the left-hand side. Yeah, yeah. And they seem to be doing well. So I can understand you don't want to... If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Do you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But at the same time, when you have, you know, Humble, who's an experienced player, I know he came yeah. off the bench and he, he was probably brought in uh, to, to tighten things up. And if Saha and Kola are doing well, which they are, then understandably so. But at the same time, this is a Cypriot international player. Mm-hmm. And at what point is he going to turn and say, right, I've gone from captain to being on the bench to making limited appearances. At what point is he going to turn around and say, maybe I should look elsewhere? I, look, I don't yeah. know. Maybe I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here. But No, no, no. You, you're, you're right. You're right. But, um, you know, the, uh, we've been talking about, the you know, having stability and talking about stability this whole time. If you... It's... It's 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 a strange one um, because if you want to be, I mean, you're well worth moving players on, but somebody like somebody like Hambo has been in the club for as long as as he has. There's going to be a certain, um, I don't know how to put it, but uh, you, you know the the, the 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 social aspect of it. He's been in the team for as long as he has. He kind of knows that he probably knows the ins and outs of like all the social um, cliques and everything that would have uh, be in the team. So he's probably one of the players that kind of binds everything together. So if you if you end up sending him out of the door, sending Nachtimadas out of the door, some of the players that've been around for a while, so like Roberge as well, for instance, if you ended up if you end up showing him the door. Then you're kind of getting rid of that stability even more. So you know there's a there's a there's a stake to claim to kind of keeping players keeping certain players in place. You know, for instance, like Omonia, um, just to just to bring it back to just to bring it back to Omonia for you. Like you've got uh, like a couple of months ago they they announced like three or four of the Cypriot players signing new contracts, and one of them was Banai. Yeah, and Banaï's yep. third choice goalkeeper right now. You would have thought that being a Cypriot international as he is, and being the kind of caliber of goalkeeper he is, you would have thought, I, you know what, I'm, I'm gonna go because he hasn't, he hasn't had a look in for like two seasons now, has he? Like a proper, a proper look. He, so he played. What was the last time he played? 
can't remember actually. Was it last season in Group B when Lennon gave him a, a shot? I can't remember. I can't remember. But yeah, but it's... you know, then again, look when when you got Fabiano as your number one, it's going to be very difficult to to dis dislodge him. And Uzoha is an international yeah. goalkeeper, but at the same time, I, without going into too much detail, I I've, I honestly believe the the whole idea was to sign Uzoha and hope that Nigeria made it to this World Cup and that the club could sell him on. But obviously, his error cost Nigeria a place at the World Cup. But that yeah. performance against Man United has obviously put him back in the shop window. So maybe that was the thinking with Omonia, that Banayi was always going to be it. Because don't forget, we've got Kiriakidis as well, who's out on loan. Yeah. And yeah, he's a but, good goalkeeper, so... But, but yeah, the so... so there's, there's, that's the thing about that stability because banai has been there a long time as well. You know, some of the other players that have signed long-term contracts, you, you, there's the separate ones have been there for for a while as well. So it's, I think, you know, considering that you know, everybody's hiring, firing, buying, selling, releasing, pissing off, all, all, all that business. Despite the fact that they're doing that, they're also trying to maintain some kind of familiar familiarity mm. to people so that you know when people are getting launched into and out of the revolving door then there's somebody to grab them and go hello hello how are you yeah. doing <laughs> this is the place you know oh <laughs> uh, well yeah. anyway on to the next game and Apollon's mm-hmm. next opponent oh, oh, hold on. Before, before we go, go on, on to the next game I just wanted to say that the uh, the match, the Apollo match, got delayed for twenty minutes because oh, that I didn't know <laughs> due to congest- congestion in the road network. For people listening, I'm doing a shocked face. <laughs> <gasps> oh no! Yeah, no, no. what that a was, shock! No. Last thing I would have ever expected to happen. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Thank but goodness yeah, it did yeah. a snow in Cyprus. Well, yeah, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right. Oh, God. So, Bollon's next opponents are Ammonia, who lost 2-1 against Ayek. Um, to summarise this game, I told you so. Ayek's yeah. main threat were going to be out wide. Both goals came from wide areas. Ammonia were a goal up. And to be honest, the first quarter of the game, we were brilliant, I think, anyway. No, uh, I, I, I agree. From, yeah, yeah, took the lead from a, a set piece, which we haven't scored from in God knows how long. The last time we scored a goal from a set piece was in a pre-season friendly against Anorthosi, which Militic scored. This time it was Adam Lang. And then afterwards, mm-hmm. we just capitulated because, hey, you know, we we had a very good defensive line until Lan Le- Jan Lesiak decided to turn into Titus Bramble. And decided to completely forget his responsibilities as a as a fullback, costing us two goals. But I'll let you talk about this game, mate, because I'm it's, still seething from um from that performance from our left back. There's yeah, I mean, I I, I looked at that highlight for uh, Ajax's first goal like three or four times, and you know they actually they actually took it to VAR as well to check if um, Farage was offside. Is like what why was he why was he where he was? That's what I'm trying to understand because uh it's not like it, it it's not like uh Ike were in like going into an attacking position. They just 
uh, it was it was one of their defenders that received the ball from I think like a wayward pass going forwards on on Almonia's side, and then he just went to go do the long ball to Farage, but uh, Farage noticed that Lesiax was <laughs> was wherever the fuck he was, <laughs> uh, and just and just carried on running. So he went to go Mate, meet the it's ball. Terrible. It's terrible. And the thing is, when I mean, I took a screenshot of the the replay and sent it to the lads in the WhatsApp group. And you look at the 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 shape. You got the two front men, Humbo and and uh, Karim, together. You got the yeah. four in midfield in a line, and you got the three defenders in a perfect line. And then Lesiax is about ten yards behind them. Yeah. And you're thinking, what the fuck is this, man? I expect this from a teenager. Or an inexperienced defender, but you're talking about a 31, 32 year old fullback. You look here; it is yeah. all over the top. Um, and, and and the thing is, this is another thing that annoys me. You know, he's left footed. Why are you letting him cut in? The, the, he still had work to do. He's brought the ball down. Get closer to him. Force him out wide. But no, yeah. he lets him bring the ball down. Turn inside. All right, you could you could say that Adam Lang could have done better as well. But if you watch the goal again. Lesiak turns his body as well, man. Yeah. He turns his body. It's, it's, I, it's I criminal. No, look, look at this. Look, there it is. There it look is. There this. it is right this is, there. It's, this is criminal. It's in, in, indefensible. Indefensible. I, I, I still, I still, like, was he, was he kind of, you know, lying down injured or something? Did he get brought on no. and that's why he was so no. far back? No. It's, he just didn't read the line. It's, he didn't read the no, line. It's... Uh-huh. And it was downhill from then. Downhill yeah. from then. Yeah. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I really don't know about this team, man. I, I used to think it was a mentality thing. And I still think it is. But they're just not good enough to challenge. They're not good enough. In comparison to the mm. opponents or the, the, the rest of the league, they're not good enough. And again, you look at Ajax uh, attempts, or should I say their attacks. I made notes of it that I did on yeah. the podcast. And every time they, they got in behind us, it was always because of wide areas. It, it's no surprise that they that they hurt us. And the winning goal, which we're going to see pretty soon, 10 seconds prior to the goal, the ball's played from their left to our right. Sorry, uh, their left to our left. So it's left to right. And mm. it's going to Lesiak's area. Now, instead of letting the ball run for a goal kick, because it's an overhit pass, he heads it away, but he heads it back into danger. And then they basically go attack his area. He misses out on a 50-50 because he bottles it and they score. And I've got Ferrer yeah, no, saying that full time, saying, oh, it was a foul. It wasn't a foul. It's, it's it a wasn't great a challenge. Foul. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't no, a foul. He, he, should have, he should have put his boot through that ball. Yeah. Uh, when it when when it got it. when it got to that point, and it looked like he kind of du- like almost ducked out of it because he was scared yeah. he was going to get injured. Yeah. Um, it's it's criminal. It's absolutely criminal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't. It, I. It must be. It's got to be like a mentality over the whole team because. Uh, I think later on as well. There's there's Lang, doing a back doing one hell of a back pass. Yeah, the suicide part. Yeah, the suicide ball. Yeah, like, which. Uh, you know, if the goalkeeper didn't have a good starting position, it'd be it'd be curtains. But the, but the, um, but, but when we when we get to this is the one. This, this is, is the it, one. right? Look at that right. man. Is that him? Is that if that's him sprinting back as fast as he can 
to kind of try and make up for his mistake. It's yeah, it's, it's yeah, it's incredible. Like he's still not in the picture. <laughs> like no, 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 no. The ball's gone. He's still not in the picture. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> yeah, but it's it, it's again it's. <clears throat> Yeah, look, take nothing yeah. away from Ayek. They fully deserve no, the victory. You know, um, second, second half, they'll put more bodies in the box. They knew yeah. that we wouldn't be able to defend this. I mean, look at that. Every time the ball goes in the box, we can't we can't deal with it. Mm. We cannot deal with it. And yeah, we had a few half chances. And, you know, there was a, chance, a header from Gusul earlier, which we saw should have scored, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I think, and then Karim uh, tries to fancy shit there. Yeah, <laughs> Lang had a free header as well, which he should have yeah. scored. People were talking about Hooper's miss at the end, but I think there's a little bit behind him, a very difficult one to deal with, and, and Pidic did very well. But I think mm -hmm. we're we're about to see the winning goal, if I'm not mistaken. I think it came straight after this one, this uh, offside. Here it is, look. Uh, well, look, he, he bottles out of that for a start. Yeah, you know? he, so, he, he needed to put his foot through it, and he, he kind of... And look at the, mar look at the marking, or should I say the lack of marking. Fucking hell, it's... man. Honestly, the ball-watching... Uh, again, it's it's a problem. It's a problem in 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 the league. Uh, you know, we're talking about Muriel doing uh, as defenders' job for him. Um, a couple of the goals that we're going to see in the highlight reel here is always that the second ball is always the attacker that gets to it first because the defenders are asleep. But yeah, yeah um, with with Ayek, um yeah fucking bold it man oh my god the more i see it the more and <laughs> what i get i'm sorry i'm yeah. sorry <laughs> no 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 it's fine but um yeah it, i mean if we go if we go towards ix side of stuff then to kind of cheer you up a little bit more you know they actually went top for a little bit yep uh, then until yeah so they're putting their own run of games together like uh abuela doing now now the last time they actually lost was was on match day eight against Aboyle. So, you know, they've, uh, they're, they're, they're really going for it. And again, the goalkeepers, Pirage, Pirage actually, you know, in, in that first half, pulled off some, some great saves. And, and that last one as well, you know, when the Ajax players were kind of surrounding him for, 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 save, for saving that last shot. It's, um, you know... It's, it's it's not the first time that he's saved them this season. That's the thing. He's, and he's, he's really like, as as a defender, if you know somebody like Pirich is behind you, it gives you yeah. that added confidence to, uh, to to play better as well because you know, you know that there's that there's someone behind you who knows what they're doing. The scouting team pulled off a fucking blinder finding him. Honestly. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> honestly, he, he's he's only twenty eight as well, man. He's got like yeah. I mean, goalkeeper years. He's got another ten years in him. Yeah, incredible, yeah. absolutely incredible. So yeah, hats off to them for for finding this guy. I think he was in Turkey actually before before joining yeah. them. So yeah, he was at Adromidos yes. before he was in Turkey, and then That's he right. spent six months in Turkey and then went to Ayak. Yep. Well done him. Mm. Well done him. Well done, mate. Yeah. Okay. Next game. Which one shall we go to now, man? Um, oh, before before we go, there's a little there's a little addendum on there as well between uh, basically oh, yes. Salamina, Salamina and Ike are playing against each other in the next match day. <laughs> they basically did a joint 
press conference to be like, <laughs> please, 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 please don't do what you did last time. Please, <laughs> please, for the love of all things that are good and holy, behave yourselves. Please. <laughs> you know, um, and and then talking about the history of the two teams and saying like you know that the, this one match at the beginning of the season kind of reflects badly on both teams, even though kind of uh, there's some idea together of kind of acted together in the past for, mm. for certain things. So, I mean that that's fine. But if you're calling for calm, if you're calling for calm that way, it means you're expecting something. I mm. think. I think they're they're expecting something. And they're trying to keep everybody cool, uh, you know. Like at the you know, the end of a Quentin Tarantino film, like everybody be cool, <laughs> everybody be cool. <laughs> oh boy! Oh yeah. boy! Yeah. All right. Well, let's go on to the next game at the Razi B Olympiagos, who are probably going to the Magario Stadium after this. Game. Yep. Um, they got a nil-nil draw against Aris. What the fuck is Olympia God's problem, man? They're just they're just getting <laughs> they're points just ruining everybody them. else's season, aren't they? <laughs> <laughs> now it, it did have a few uh, minor shaves, should I say, for for Aris. They, don't get me wrong; both yeah. sides had their fair share of opportunities. But since we were critical of Olympia God's heading ability or inability. Um, they've improved, yeah. like, especially like, Gary, defensively. Yeah, Gary, yeah, they're trying to get a goal that's not a penalty. Yeah, hey, yeah, bar with it. So you know, is uh, 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 Sergius is, uh, is really doing. Yeah. So, so, like, like I said, when Sergius started, uh, my question was, well, what, what, what was the point? He must have really seen something in this team that nobody else has, and that seems to be the case. Yep. <laughs> He's really seen yep. something in them that uh, you know people before him didn't think was there. So all all, all fair play to him. You know he's played three games where you know you'd expect him to lose, and they've come out with a point in each of them. With with that, you know, with not 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 terrible performances. You know, actual no. uh, some pretty solid performances. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And look, you don't you don't draw against Arias and you don't draw against Buffer if you're a mug. And as I said weeks ago, I said they were down. Yeah. I thought that was it. Yeah, but this yeah, new me too. head coach comes in. Yeah, this yeah. new head coach comes in. He makes them, I'd say, better defensively. He makes them mm -hmm. more of a threat going forward, and they seem fitter as well. They seem much fitter. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. They, uh, I don't know. Again, I think uh, was it was it Jurley said that he, he he's gone he's gone and he's gone in with the players and you know talks to them every day and talks to them one on one every day and yep. gets them involved and tries to uh, like treat them as actual human beings, which seem to be kind of like refreshing. Talking to Joel on on, on Monday, yeah. So, so that must be. That must be what he's done with these players. Is actually giving them a voice. He's actually hearing what they've got to say and trying to sort problems out. Mm. And that's motivated them to actually go and perform. Like Gary, yeah. What when I was watching this game, Gary, yeah, is it was an absolute demon. He was like all over yeah. the place, jumping in, headering the ball away, getting his body on the line. 
clearing everything, taking shots at goal. You know, he was getting, doing doing everything for the team. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah. So they seem very organised as well defensively. That's that's yeah. another thing I noticed, especially after last week. Um, they they seem more stable at the back. They seem to be dealing with headers a lot more. Should I say dealing with crosses a lot better? Um, so look, it's it's a good sign of things to come. They were unlucky against Buffalo. They were unlucky against Anorthosi. A little bit unlucky this game. And Joe, you know if you'd have told them that after Buffalo, Anorthosi, and Addis, you'd have three points, they'd have taken it. Yeah, because their yeah. season had been so bad. Like <laughs> they'd have taken yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, no, com- completely, completely. Mm. Is again, um, you know, <laughs> we talked to Joel uh, on Monday, but it, Charles fella seems to be pretty good, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> doesn't he? Yeah, so yeah. Uh, he, he seems to he seems to have done a good job for for Olympiagos while uh, while Joel was out with the virus. So I think so, yeah, Joel will be back. He'll be oh, yeah. Money. No, no, no. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but, yeah, um, you know, I think... I think he seems to be... You know, Mikey seems to be doing a really good... Really good job there. And, 100%. you know, we'll kind of... 100%. Kind of shat on him to start off with, but he seems to see... Yeah, yeah so I'll take that back. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, the whole fact... The, the whole thing about Olympiagos wanting to go back to the Magarion is ins- insane. It, the stadium's well, held up. Shall we, we talk about that? Yeah. Shall we talk Sorry, about yeah. that before we discuss Aris? Let's talk about that. Yeah. Come on. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's yeah, something that Don Ladies came out with earlier on uh, Okay, you, today. You, you'll, you'll, you'll be able to talk more on that because uh, I on. don't have the TikToks or anything like that. But yeah. Go on. No, <laughs> the Magarion is basically held together with gaffer tape and prayers from the new Archbishop of Cyprus, man. It's more of a health and safety threat than, than the Tyrion. And, yeah, tells you. I mean, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Just, but uh, you know, lo- lo- locomotive polemics gone don't have a problem playing at the Tiri. Also, maybe maybe Olympiagos are fine at the Magarion. They just just you know make sure the Archiepiscopo does some extra pe- extra prayers before the game. Yeah. So. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, that's 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 all I had to say about that. The fact that that they want to go back to it. Obviously, it's I think it's got something to do with the costs of uh, putting the games on at mm. the RCB. Because of the you know the big uh, kind of the bigger attendances, you could get at the Rasipi. Olympiago don't get them, but you could no, get the bigger attendances at the Rasipi. But because of the bigger stadium, you've got more security, more staff to pay for, and all that business. I'm guessing it must have something to do with that. Yeah, well, uh, Christopher Rodonaridi, who's the uh, the head honcho at Olympiago, is a very uh, colourful character. Just put it that way. He put out <laughs> he put out something on social media about the Ghazi B. Now, before uh, I explain in detail, the Ghazi B is a stadium that is not owned by the the FA. It's actually like a somadio. It's a I cannot put it's, it. It's, it's owned. It's an association. So a lot, yeah, a lot of the um, a lot of the stadiums in Cyprus are owned by the Cypriot Athletics Organization, and they rent yeah. them out to the clubs. 
So that yeah. is the same with the Tyrion and the Alpha Mega Stadium, the Rasipi, uh, uh, the Stelios Kiriakidis in Bafo, the Magarion, all of them, uh, a lot yeah. of them. Yeah. And uh, just just to add to the political side of things in Cyprus, um, Omonia, who've been playing in that stadium for God knows how many years, almost were booted out of the Gazibi last season because of comments made by the president of the club about the board members being Abuel fans. And he believed that Omonia were being charged more to play there because of who they are, blah, blah, whatever. But Don Naidis now, the head guy at Olympia Goz, came out with a a statement on social media basically saying only truths. These are the reasons why we are leaving the Ghazi B and these are as follows. First of all, we've fully paid off all of our games, including the last one with Aris to the Ghazi B. The cost for each game after discounts for us is around 11,000 euros. But the Magario is 3,000 euros. So the total cost was over 200,000 euros for one year. He said we were promised by the Cypriot FA and SIDA, which is the TV uh, station that has the contract for Olympia Goz games, uh, like last year, that they would give us 50,000 for the lighting and 12,000 euros for, I'm assuming, that he, the, the word is gallery, but I'm, I'm guessing that's probably the, the, the locker room or whatever. Um, in the end, they weren't given anything. Mm. So um, that's why their political plans have changed. Because number two, I was promised by several people um, that we would have an income of around 70,000 euros for seven matches. In the end, we didn't get anything, not even one euro. Also, I was promised that we would give away 250 season tickets. In the end, we sold and collected 89. So basically, he was given the impression that by going to the Ghazi B, Olympia Goals would sell 250 season tickets. In the end, they only sold 89, not even 90. Um, he said the only income... Uh, was from the company Adboard, uh, which is a, I don't know what company that is, so which I'm I'm assuming they are the company that put up the LED lights or the LED boards around the, mm. the touchline, and they got 65 grand. Uh, but apparently they need to compensate them now because they're going to the, the, the Magari, oh, which doesn't have yeah. that. So he said, the more of the story, don't trust anyone. <laughs> well... It, oh, sorry. It goes, it goes, oh, sorry. It actually ended yeah. it going. And for and for the gossips, we also paid the, the, the salaries, VAT, and social security number up to November. So he's he's come out there and he's just said what he's got to say. <laughs> no, yeah. So so he's he's gone. All right. No, fair enough. No, what what's so kind of financially with Olympia was is a bit weird. Um, in that. Uh, they almost went into administration in the summer yep. and they couldn't sign players because the Cyprus FA and the betting authority in Gibral spent ages trying, ages approving their new sponsor yep. on the shirt. Yep. And because of that, they didn't have the finances to, to, to sign players. So I'm guessing that's probably one of the reasons why, for instance, Joel signed pretty late on uh, in the summer, for instance, to to resign. Uh, and they think. sponsored by PhoneBet. Yeah. On PhoneBet, the. Yeah. 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 So not sponsoring because... a whole heap of clubs now. Whole yeah. heap of clubs. But because it's a betting company, they have to go through the betting authority in Gibraltar yeah. to make sure you know everything's above board. 
and that was taking so long and because that was taking so long that had a problem with their finances in the summer uh, it's always sticky, isn't it, in Cyprus? Yeah. <laughs> but you know, you know, it's, if 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 he's got good enough insurance for the club at the Magario, have at it. Yeah, yeah. Just um, make sure people don't jump around too much. <laughs> I just want to quickly touch on Addis uh, because yeah. after that draw, they now have six points of a possible twelve. Yeah. We, sh- we saw Spilevsky holding a A4 bit of paper against Anorthosi saying, I love you guys. Do you think he'll be saying Tara guys pretty soon? No, it's See guys, later, I guys. love you. Guys, I love you. Sorry. sorry. Guys, I love you. Yeah. So, um, guys, it was emotional. Guys, see you later. Yeah, all, all that business. I, I don't know. I, did, I don't know if they're going to wave him off because I don't, think he, I don't think he was on the touchline for this game either. No. Was he ill? I, I don't know. I, I, I read. I read something there. One. One of. The, one of these. One of these last two or three games. He wasn't. So it was suspended because of um, calling the referee a clown or whatever. And then <laughs> he missed another game because of illness. Um, right. Yeah, but they've also. But that's, but that's six points out of. Yeah. Well, yeah. Three, six, nine, twelve. Yeah, six points out of twelve. Yeah, they've kind of dropped off a lot which is kind of why we're saying it's a three-horse race now. They're saying that. They're only five points off top. So they're and still... they got a ball next. Yeah. So if if they get if they get a result, if they get a result, which uh, you'd, you'd be looking at them getting it because it's, you know, their first game at the Alfa Mera. So you yeah, think... but there's going to be more up ball fans than Addis fans there. Actually, our ball fans are allowed to go. No, they're not. No, 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 no. They're, 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 they're. So that was something I was going to mention as well when we got to the Abuel game. Okay. But, okay. But we can talk about it now. Might as well bring it up okay. now. Basically, cool. uh, the the Cyprus FA came out, I think this afternoon to say to kind of update, um, uh, update the clubs and kind of people about what that. Fan ban means basically, Abuel can take forty people into this into the ground, but those forty people need to be um, on a list, and that list needs to be sent to the Cyprus FA for approval. So, you know, you're going to have forty people in the in the away end. That's it. 40 hand-picked people, no doubt. Yeah. It's less than the 100 that were causing the trouble, according to the Abuel uh, yeah. press release a couple of weeks ago. But yeah. But yeah. yeah. Well, look, I, if they don't beat Abuel, then... Okay, yeah, I'm not going to say that. You start counting them out, I think. Well, yeah, this is it, because they've got Garmiodisa next, and they lost to Garmiodisa last time, albeit mm-hmm. suspiciously. Don't get me wrong. But... I, I don't know. Gagarin is going to be back for that game. Yeah. However, I've, I'm I'm quite underwhelmed by Stepinski this season. I expected him to at least uh, show up at the ha- half of the player that he was last season. But look, you know, beginning of the season, people were saying to me, "I oh, just look the real deal," and I said, "Look, just just wait, just wait," because 
come December, when the injuries start mounting up and the suspensions start mounting up and players, you know, who started the season well, start to drop off like they did last season, you're going to see a completely different side. And they've got the deficiencies. And yes, it's great that they kept clean sheets against Ireland or Olympia. God, no disrespect, but they're not scoring either. They're not scoring. Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's that's going to be an issue. It's going to be a big issue. So let's see. Let's see. Yeah. Um, yeah. Next game, where shall we go? Shall we go Agrida? Agrida and their new Russian head coach. Who'd have thunk it, eh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. No Lennon. Let's have a look. Yes. We thought we thought it was going to be Lennon, isn't it? It's more with an I at the end of his name instead of an O. Yeah. They side off well, a goal up uh, against Salamina at home. Yep. At the uh, or is at, uh, not really at home, is it? At Buffalo Stadium. We well, might as well yeah. be at home because in the same city and same owner, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> but another win for Salamina. This time, no centre back scored, but Thiago got the winner. I love Thiago, yep. top bloke. But yeah, <laughs> what about this game then? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, that. See, so I, I think Agridas will feel really like. Aggrieved with uh, with with the score, they uh, they were unlucky. They, they were unlucky not to get something from this game. Um, Melisas again. Melisas another good goalkeeper, I think, for Salamina. He's doing a he's doing a good job for them. He's, he's one of he's one of the players. Who's, Are you surprised who's I wasn't a pen? From. Are you surprised I wasn't given? Yeah. Yeah, um, there's a, there's a, there's a few surprising decisions this this match uh, this match day. Um, mm. You know, we've not been really talking much about the refs or the VAR so much um, this time. You know, quite a few quite a few of these weeks, but yeah. this week they've they've dropped the ball on a few decisions. Yeah, um, few few weird decisions that have, that have come through, but. It is what it is. Well, look, that, that um, for me was a stonewall penalty. I think the yeah. the the goal that Vox has scored is still a little bit debatable, and I'm sure we're going to talk about another decision in the in the upper world game. But yeah. for for me, this game it was back and forth as you'd expect from from both sides because they're not the type of clubs that sit back and and hope to hit teams on the counter attack. They're they're very mm-hmm. brave in yep. the way that they play, and I guess you know I agree that don't have the defensive stability as as most clubs which is obviously uh hindering them this season but they're giving it a go aren't they for a newly yeah. promoted club they're, they're not um they're not scared of anyone no 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 and they, and they shouldn't be like uh, I, so the other thing about agridas is they've got their youngest squad in the league so there's not the opposite the opposite is a kind of other something <laughs> yeah exactly yeah they've um they're, i mean again talking about more good goalies, Ben Bendreo is also doing really well for him. He's been yeah. a, a bit unlucky with some of the goals is uh with, with some of the goals that he's conceded, more more kind of defensive errors rather than rather than him. This I don't know I don't understand why this took so long uh, <laughs> as a VAR decision for the penalty. Like how many angles do you want to see him Throw the fucking elbow. It's like, fuck off. Fuck off. Well, it just needs to double check, you know? (laughs) No, no, no. Fuck off. Get fucked. (laughs) 
Oh boy. Oh boy, oh boy. Um but yeah, I mean this this was a really entertaining game. Like I wasn't expecting it to like like you were saying, they both both teams have a go. Um really good penalty and really, really good save. Like Yeah. Yeah. It, I, I think the the only thing you could probably say Abraham did wrong there is maybe like he put it at just the right height for the dive. Maybe yeah. he did put it lower or higher, but it was just yeah. You can't fault either player for, uh, for what went on there. Oh, of course. Um, I mean, that's a terrible miss, by the way. Yeah. I'm sorry. you yeah. got to be putting that in. Yeah. yeah Chico yeah. Bantha. Chico. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, I've I, I got I to gotta mention my thing again. Is We're on match day 16 now, and Akos Onodi still hasn't played for a good goal. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 doing that for my brother as well as me now. So. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Yeah. Or naughty watch. Yeah. Or naughty watch. Oh mate. Yeah. Yeah. Oh mate. But yeah, the oh, Salamina, right? They're in sixth now because of this. Yeah. If we were talking about them kind of I well, I was talking about them creeping into the top six. Uh and you were a bit kind of a bit shaky on it. But you know, if they if they keep grinding out results, if they keep getting these surprise results, and you know your Ammonias and your Anorthoses and your Aels don't pick up mm-hmm. their performances on their side, then that top six could could possibly be a, a reality for them. Well, no, <clears throat> we we saw Olympia Goz getting the the top six was it a couple of years ago, so I don't think it's beyond the realm of possibility, but. At the same time, what I will say, as much as I rate Bursa as a head coach for, for Salamina, mm. they're a very athletic team, a very athletic team, very strong, very quick. But I think if something happens to one of those two central defenders, they're going to be in trouble. Mm. They're going to be in big trouble. And look, Dierkat, again, central defender, scored the goal. I think him and Adonia are their leading goal scorers. Yeah. So if something happens to either one of them, they're going to be in big trouble. And, mm-hmm. okay, if spots and maybes, whatever, it wouldn't surprise me if, if someone does pick up an injury or a suspension and that puts, you know, throws a span in the works. So that being said, that being said, they've got a lot going forward. As I mentioned, Thiago came off the bench to score. Miguelito is a very good player. Marcatha, as much as I don't like the guy, he, he does a job. Mm. So, look... Is, is someone like, I don't know, uh, Gatsigas good enough to come in to replace Dierkat or Adoni? I Look, I don't know. I don't know. But, look, we've seen players like Humble, we mentioned earlier, being up there at the top of his game, and now he's sat on the bench. R- the role can be reversed for certain players. Yeah. Um, so, look, I'm not ruling it out, but I'm hoping that my team fucking bucks up their ideas. <laughs> They're not fighting in Group B. That's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I mean, a good gauge for where Salamina is, is that, is the match, is the next match because they've got Ayek. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if they if they end up getting some kind of result against Ayek, you know, it could be really dangerous for Omonia. Um, getting get, get, getting that one of those last two places. So, but how's this for a winner though? Look at that give and go one it's, two. It, they, they, Beautiful they, football, man. Yeah. Beautiful football. Yeah. Look, as I mentioned, Thiago before, I always said that he was a big game player for Omonia. 
And, you know, how old is he now? 34, 35? I don't even know how old Thiago is now. He's 35. And he's still doing it. Big game mm. player, clutch player. <sighs> so underrated, man. So Such a good player. And he's a lovely guy as well. I'm sure. I'm sure. No, the... Again, this is the this is the annoying thing that I've spoken about so many times. Second ball, where's 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 the yep. where's the defenders? Yeah, they can't they, they they kind of just stopped and they're like, well, can't do nothing about that. Yep. So Good sub ball in in effect there, mate. That yeah. was great passing. Great it was it was, it was really 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 good team goal. Uh, you know, you... see, this is the thing that like, we we see some really shoddy goals in the Cypriot League, right? And, you know, my friend Rodri, he always slates me whenever I show him some goals in Cyprus because, like, oh, the goalkeeper's shit, whatever. But then when you see that, you're thinking, yeah, man, some some of these players are ballers, man. Some of these players are ballers. And again, I think that was... Who did he play? It was Miguelito who played the, the one-two with originally. It's Miguelito, yeah. Is it? Was it? I think Chico Miguelito. Is it somebody, somebody there? Yeah. Miguelito, yeah, so... Yeah, there you go. So you never know. As you mentioned, they got Ayak next, so that's a that's a very very big test. But look, if they get a point, then um, I don't think anyone will be complaining. Not from Salamuna's point of view, anyway. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, right. I go on, Karen. No, no, I was going to say I could uh, I could complain, but that's it. <laughs> All right, go on. Next game. It's going to be Upwell beating uh, Anorthosy by a goal to nil. You mentioned circus music, mate. It's so it's so bad. Anorthosy is so bad. Oh, I don't I don't Well Hillary conceded in the opening ten minutes. Your mate worries. Like, like, okay, I, I, you know what? I'm not gonna take, I'm not gonna take shots all the time anymore. I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do some defending. Don't, don't, don't defend either. Don't, don't just, just don't, don't. Like, I didn't, I, I, I did, I, like I said, I had an analogy last week, right? I mean, they, they missed the penalty. You know, Marquinhos was a shit penalty. But anyway, it's, it's that run, stop, stutter, and I think well, it's, Gloria... it's not, it just, just. Actually hit it. He didn't. He just. Yeah. He just rolled it to him. Um, yeah. But yeah, the, the I made an analogy on on Waris last week. Um, they need to have a word with the local glue factory. <laughs> it's. It's. Oh, it's getting me. really bad. I mean, on the other dear end, me. you've got Vilitalia. Vilitalia who's. Another game where he hasn't scored a goal. Even he, he, he's trying, bless him. That's a really good save. Laurie had the game of his life, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah really. He, he really like he dis, he, he's finally decided to show up to yeah. to the game. Uh, and here's the winner, yeah. which um, okay, and you can goal. say is a bit fortuitous. Yeah. Um, but listen, you, you wouldn't care at the end of the season if you're an upper world fan, and and that was the difference between you winning the title, finish second. Now this is another decision where, yeah, people say offside, not offside. For me, I think he's on because I don't think Villita was in front of the ball when it was when well, it was played. Are you are you are you just able to kind of pause it when they when they bring it up on screen? Um, kind of the VAR. 
we right. go. Yeah, I'm pausing right. it right now. Where the hell? To, where where have they seen the foot that that made that made him onside? Um, I think it's in the uh, not the, not the defender closest to Kvilidaya. It's the one in front or to his right. I well, think yeah, it's but, him. I think but, it's his knee. But they're not measuring it off his knee, are they? Mate, again, I can't. <laughs> it's look. At, I, I look for me. If he's if he's in front of the ball when it's played, he's offside, right? Yeah. So for, for me, for me, I think the reason why they gave it onside is because when the cross comes in, yeah, he's behind the player crossing the ball. Yeah. Yeah, but I think, the I think way they've exactly drawn it. their lines there, I don't know if they've drawn that line to go across the uh, across the crosser's foot or not. You well, you can't me? even zoom in. That's the thing. They they haven't yeah. even been able to zoom in. And look, I get all the criticism and the the, the conspiracy theories saying, "Oh, it's Upwell getting the decisions again." Look, it's a very difficult decision to make. And unless you've got the new VAR that they use at the World Cup, you, you, you still can't really tell. And those lines, are they the right size? Again, it's a talking point that can go on for days. But the fact yeah. is, Dar didn't score. It was no, actually a fucking deflection. Yeah. So it's not as if like he, he put the ball in the back of the net. If he's put the ball yeah. in the back of the net, I understand even more why people are angry about it. But... It's an own goal for fuck's sake, you know. Yeah. So again, this yeah. is this isn't me like okay, I, you know, I'm an Omonia fan, obviously, and I I genuinely should be pissed off about decisions like this. But at the same time, this is fucking football, man, and you can't okay. keep saying, "Oh, the referees, the referees, the referees." If this was an Omonia goal, there there would be fewer. If it was an uh, an Odyssey goal, there'd be. So if it happened to any yeah. team, we'd be discussing this. But for me, yeah. I think it's you, you can't. You can't blame VAR and you can't blame the referee for giving it, as far as I'm concerned, yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think it's basically they basically looked at that and gone. Uh, it, it, it's really close. Um, mm. We can't make a decision. So for, for 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 all intents and purposes, we're going with the on-field decision, which yeah. I think, yeah. yeah, which I think was to, for 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 the goal to stand. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it wasn't one of those games where I'm not see would turn around like they did the previous week saying they were no. unlucky. Uh they were just abject. They were poor. And the mm. big story before this game was Varda not playing. Now, for people that don't know in Cyprus, when a player gets a certain amount of cards, they get suspended, but the club can choose which games they're suspended for within a certain time frame. And they decided, Anotasi decided to make the suspension for this game, not against Gadmiodisa. And as a result, Varda has got pissed off. And, well, I would say quotes, nothing was really announced from Varda, but a lot of the press were saying, oh, he wants to leave. Um, from As I understand from the people that I know close to the player, he was just pissed off that he didn't play. There's no talk about him mm -hmm. leaving. Even Anortosi said, if he wants to leave, then someone needs to cough up. This is a great yeah. chance, by the way. Yep. And um, again, me, me sidetracking here, talking about this opportunity from Ninga. Mm. They always say shoot across the goalkeeper. Why is he going near post? I, I don't know, man. It's just, it's just, just, just 
And, and then Wada, yeah, not Wada, sorry, um, Waris get, getting Ooh, away with giving away a second penalty because that was a penalty <laughs> as well. <It's... laughs> what is she doing? <laughs> no, what, yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm getting, like, you can see why uh, they keep talking about Anorthosi uh, going for strikers. Yeah. In January. By the way, did you see that article how a club in Cyprus has advertised for two players in no. in the yeah no I have no, to no, send no. it to you because there's um there's an article one of the newspaper well, one of the websites and it goes uh, a Cypriot club has put an advert on this football website advertising two two players in fact I, I can't bring it up on screen because obviously like I don't have it on my computer but I've got it in my WhatsApp oh, let me just. Bring up just one moment. I sent it to a mate of mine. So yeah, description: urgent, needed free players for big club Cyprus. Two to three forwards. Salary between two hundred and fifty to four hundred and fifty per year net. Uh, fast end salary between two fifty to three hundred net per year. And number ten. There's a number ten. So Legari or a playmaker. Yeah. Salary between two hundred fifty to three hundred k net per year. So this was an advert placed on like jobs for football or some shit where usually clubs advertise for, I don't know, grounds mm. persons and all that, but Cypriot clubs or some Cypriot clubs have decided to put this advert and it made the press in Cyprus. So everyone's asking, well, which club is it? Which club is it? But I know for a fact, I'm obviously looking for two strikers. Um, having spoken to an agent that was contacted by the club who asked for two strikers and his response to them was, how the fuck am I going to find two strikers with the with a salary that you want to pay, with the statistics and the uh, ability that you want, so yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's again clown show. It's a clown yep. show. It really yep. is a clown show. Um, go to go to our ball very quickly. They look yep. to me in second gear again, much as they yep. were against Omonia. Yeah, if they but, do um, get into a third gear, mate. They could walk away with it, can't they? I mean, this is this is this is what I'm thinking: is who's going to stop them? Yeah. Who's going to stop them? I mean, the only the, the only teams you'd think um, maybe uh, Ike, the way they're playing at the moment. Yeah. And of, um, but even then, last time they played, Abuel won. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. it's 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 there to lose, I think. There to lose. Yeah. 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 Oh well. Um you, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you see the, the video they released uh, with um was it Via Fanez and Ferrara celebrating the uh, Ferrari, sorry, celebrating Argentina winning the World Cup? Uh no, I saw the one I saw one where they were like, God, oh, thank you, thank you for the the, the fans of our club supporting our nation. That's what that was. <laughs> Not a, no, they, they really, I think it was on their Instagram up well. Ah. The two players in the dressing room with the messy shirts and celebrating winning the World Cup. <laughs> I love oh, it. Do you know what? Goodness. I love seeing footballers celebrating uh, victories for their nations. Do you get what I'm saying? Because, yeah. you know, in the in the build-up to the, the World Cup final, obviously I, I follow various footballers on, on social media and there was like Dolmes with the 
with the French side of things, Botiak with the French, and you've got the Argentinians. And you can imagine just them going to training where you've got the Cypriot lads sitting in the corner, like thinking, oh, I wanted Argentina to win because of Messi, whatever. And then you've got the Argentinians in the dressing room going, Messi, Messi. <laughs> Singing about Falklands and shit like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I, yeah. And, you know, football players are fans as well in the end, don't they? Yeah. So, so, so yeah. you know, if, um, if, if if anybody ends up being a separate fo- footballer, a really good one and doesn't play for Cyprus. I mean, why would why wouldn't they? But anyway, um, you'd think that the you know if they end up getting a result like what they did against Portugal all those years ago where they drew four all, you'd be like, ah. <laughs> yeah. it's it, it's it, I think uh, yeah, it's nice. Yeah, it's in like yeah, it's in like humans. There you go. There yeah, you go. There you go. All right. Final game and Buffer close the gap. They're back in the title hunt with a one 0 victory against Garmiodisa. Again, yeah. more controversy, which we're gonna see at the end, which led to Garmiodisa's Twitter admin putting out a very sarcastic post. But I'll I'll show you that in just a moment. Um this is the goal from Zyro, lo and behold, yeah. you know, who else? Um, yep. Yeah, a, a victory for Buffer, but it wasn't comfortable though. No, it was not. It was not. But it, I think um, you know, suffering his first game, players are probably geared up to really kind of show show him what they can do. Um, probably suffering he was using it more, it was kind of like as a gimme kind of game, or like a friendly game for them, for for him to see. What kind of players he's got? What he needs to improve on in January? Who who does he need to ship off? A um, couple of things I noticed from Gamio this uh, um, from Chicken Garm. But yeah, um, very good. <laughs> yeah, thank you, thank you. Carry on, carry on from last week. Uh, Dumbia needs to learn how to pass. It was, it's so many shots from outside the box and just flying off all over the place where, where a pass would have been the, the more sensible option. Uh, and, uh, you know, they've got they've got a good... I think Gadmiotis have got a good base of players which they need to supplement with some youngsters. Get, get, get somebody under the age of 35 in that team. <laughs> they've got... I think they've got, they've got Singh... Who's who's fairly young, and then everybody else seems to be over the age of thirty for them in the in the first eleven. Um, kind of on the other side of things, if we talk about Baffle, Semedo is great at assists. He should stop trying to shoot. <laughs> like he'd be <laughs> like that cross, that cross for Gyro's goal. Great cross, yeah. great stuff. Yeah. Um, but this this one this one disallowed for offside. Yeah. What a fucking hit that was! <laughs> yeah, it, it, <laughs> can it, you imagine scoring a worldie? <laughs> proper whacked it right, but yeah, uh, he's such a he's offside because he put his arm up. He's offside because he put his arm up. I mean, we, we're talking about the the up world goal, right? But yeah. this one was even more confusing. But there's another incident at the end which we're gonna we're gonna see. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, the, that oh, but, you know, uh, 
but, but yeah, yeah I, I think I think that offside decision kind of works because um, it, it, at least they did it at the shoulders of the two players. Yes, yes. Because there was a lot of controversy in in the Premier League, I think, in the first yeah, season the, that they had VAR, the where they did it on yeah. the sleeves rather than on the shoulder. Um, so a lot of goals were disallowed when they shouldn't have. Whereas I mm. think I think that decision there was was pretty spot on. I think, very, very, very close. I, yeah. I was impressed with some of Gabriel Dissas defending. They, were, they weren't afraid to throw their bodies in front of the ball, but yeah. as the game grew and got later in the game, they, they had to get bodies forward and Buffer could have had three or four in all fairness. Um, Tankovic yeah. is... He's not having a great time at the moment, is he? No. No, no, he's not. He needs... But, you know, he, he I think he hit the bar against Aboel. He had like a really good chance against yep. Aboel and I think that's playing on him. Yep, 100%, 100%. But what do you think this victory will do for Buffer then? Obviously, you know, as you said, new yeah. manager, you've got the new manager bounce, but I, I think they deserve the victory, but at the same time, they're very, very wasteful. And when you look at the goal difference come the end of the season, they might look at this one and think, Jesus, we could have had a six or seven in this one. Yeah, Buffer, they really... I don't... It's very... It's very difficult to gauge which baffle is going to show up, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, the next game they've got, you'd think that you think they'd boss that one as well. I think it's, it's I think it's Agridas that they've yeah. got. Yeah, yeah, they've got, they've got Agridas next. So you'd expect. I, I'm sure they'll get the victory there if they if they need the points. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Not that I'm suggesting anything untoward would happen in this one, but no. What about this decision oh, then? Oh Come my on. god! Oh my god! Oh my god! I mean, that is a huge decision to make for the benefit of those listening. Crossing the box, um, the buffer players leapt to head the ball. He's decided to put his arms up. Claims to have been touched in the face by the uh, guard of forward. He hasn't been touched at all. Balls hit his hand. And um, nothing has been given. And as a result, Garmiodisa, in true Cypriot fashion, because let's be honest, this doesn't really happen anywhere else apart from Cyprus, they then proceeded to put out this tweet as <laughs> photo, photo of the day. The photo yeah. of the match. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I mean, that's fucking petty, but I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. That is no way that that is no way like get over get over he wasn't pushed like Jesus Christ man like he went to VAR as well and they said no on VAR like what <laughs> I mean like, in what world did they see any contact made on was it a defender was it I think was it it was Juninho was it Juninho? Yeah, I, I don't know where the contact was. How it it, it, it baffles me. It... It's... <laughs> it's. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know how they, they, that wasn't a penalty. I mean, it wouldn't have been deserved, regardless. It wouldn't no, have been a deserved, no. uh, you know, equaliser. But you know, don't don't do that, lads. God, like, as if he was pushed. He was not pushed. Mate, they, the thing is, 
they haven't got it slightly wrong. They've got it. It's a monumental yeah. fuck up. Yeah. Yeah. What what I'm looking for. So it kind of unlike in other leagues, what the Cyprus FA does every so often is it releases a review of the decisions that VAR and the yep. referees have taken. Yeah. Uh, with utilizing VAR. I want to see what they say about that. I'm waiting for it to come out. I'm waiting for yeah, You show me the bloody video that you reviewed. Show me where the fuck there was contact. It's... Mate, it's, it's unbelievable, though. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable how they got that wrong. I've, I've seen it four or five times. I even slowed it down when I watched it on YouTube the first time. And I thought, is it a flailing arm? Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Now, I get it that some teams get decisions for whatever reason. This this happens on a regular basis in Cyprus. Mm-hmm. But as you quite rightly said, how can they justify that one? How can they justify it? I don't know. I don't know. You can't. You can't, I, I don't. I don't know. Now I get that they're going to want to defend the referees, and they're going to probably put an apology and say, "Yeah, we got it wrong, whatever." But it's too late. <laughs> it's too late. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what to say. I really don't know. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, actually, I do, but I'll get sued. So <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Well, no, no. No more legalese for me to read. Thanks. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. But let's get it right. That that tweet that Garmiodis I put out. That is incredible. Absolutely. Best it's response. petty. But yeah, that's that's firing <laughs> shots in, in the best fucking possible way, mate. <laughs> yeah. That's... Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mm. Right. Is there anything else we'd like to discuss? Are there any um, I think betting it, issues? <laughs> no, 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 no. Dear, dear Lord, no. No. Um, <laughs> no I'm, I'm just waiting not. for the next. I'm waiting for the next Digastica. No. Uh, probably in the new year, they'll probably make some decisions that will send someone in a tailspin again, sending out press releases. So that'll be that'll be great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, one more thing: Thomas yeah. Merck has been uh, linked with the well, is joining Abuel from Bark. Know anything about that? No, I I also did see that. I, I, it, it'd be it'd be an interesting one because I think it, it, I think he worked with. Uh, before, didn't he? I think so. I yeah. think so. Um, but his injury record isn't great. So, um, no. yes, it would, be, it would be an interesting one because I think they need, um, I think Abel definitely need a winger. Um, they, they've been lacking on the right-hand side. Donis is obviously injured. Yeah. Um, it's it's going to be a tricky one. But look, he's a, he's a good player. But it's it would be a... It wouldn't be a strange move, but the fact that he joined Bark two years ago for a pretty hefty fee, I know it's two million, but two million is a lot mm. of money for a club like Bark. Yeah. And he hasn't really um hasn't really set the set the world alight. So again, it's uh it's it'll be an interesting acquisition. Um so yeah, I think Crespo's getting a lot of credit for that. May he may have had a word with him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well. He's, uh, I mean, I mean, Crespo is, he's kind of been, um, he's been one of the, he's been one of the signings of the season again, like, you know, kind of hanging around with 
Costantino, Crespo has been really good for him. Um, who's the bloody? I, I, I had it up here. I had it up here. The, um, the um, Susic, Susic has been Susic really good right for him as well. He's yeah. been, he's been, he's been fantastic as well, especially the last three or four games. Uh, you know, Abuel, Abuel have got a team. Yep. There's, there's there's a team there, and they they're going to be. It's theirs to win it. It's theirs to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, look. Side note. Side note. Merg has the same agent as Lonis. Just letting you know. Oh. Okay. So. All right. So yeah, there's 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 a few connections with the club. So that. that <laughs> Quite that a few. But it's the same with most clubs at the moment. Yeah. Most clubs. When you when you see a player linked with a club, just just look at who their agent is before assuming whether it's true or false. Because yeah. if the agent already has players at that club, chances are he's probably had a word with the president and said, "Look, I've got this player. I know you're interested in in a spe- specific position. Take a look at him. What do you think?" So yeah, yeah. sign him and we'll do we'll do business in in future. Anyway, yeah, this is it. Anyway, this has been a, another interesting episode of This Is Mappa. We've gone close to two hours on this Jesus one. Christ. Thank you, everyone watching. Now, for those of you watching at the moment, I've set this as a premiere, so it isn't live. It's actually 11 o'clock in the UK and midnight in Paris. So yep. thank you, Thassa, for, for staying awake to do this. Um, and thank you, everyone watching, everyone tuning in. As I said, don't worry about not you know putting up comments and that they're not being brought up like with no chofters. This isn't live. Um, but the next time we do a live, we'll let you guys know so you can tune in yep. and we'll get you guys uh, to wait. You know what? Maybe before the season resumes, because obviously there's a break, maybe you and I can do like a, I don't know, a season so far review or like a team of the season um, or yeah, 11 yeah, players of the do. season before yeah, we go yeah, into yeah. it. So, and uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot of players who we agree on. We do our own 11. I did one with Roy when Omonia won the league. We did like our own non-Omonia 11. And yeah. my one won, got the most votes okay. because yeah. I know Bull. And All right. Roy doesn't. Well, he does, but not like me. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> He's watching that going, you fucking bastard. <laughs> yeah. Great. So thank you everyone again for tuning in. Follow us on Twitter at this is Mappa and at Flair's Cafe. At and as you see at the bottom, at Cyprus Football E, who's our friend, we keep, yeah. big him up as well because he helps us out. And everyone yeah. else that watches. So that's it. Yeah, thank we'll you, everybody. When, when are we back? When's the next round of games? Uh, well, the, I mean, the next, the next match day starts tomorrow. Right. So when's the last match? Yeah, I will tell you now. Because uh, we're going to have to do something. Obviously, Christmas is going to be a bit of a tricky one for us. To Friday. Do. So, I, don't, um, I, don't, I don't know if you want to do a Christmas Eve one. <laughs> uh, mate, do you know what? Uh, no, I'm going out. I'm going out Christmas yeah. Eve, unfortunately. So we, we could do like have a birthday. Day if you want. I have a birthday to go to Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, Boxing Day would be good for me. I don't mind doing one. If you want to do yeah. one. If you've got family commitments. Boxing I day don't now. drink, so I'm not going to be drunk. So France, you know. France, France, French people don't do Boxing Day. Boxing Day is oh, a very really? yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. So yeah, we'll do we'll do something then. Then so yeah. there you go. Your Boxing Day is sorted. Sure, we might as well do a live one. Fuck it. Yeah, Let's do it live. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. Let's do it live. Let's do it live. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, Riley. 
There you go. That's it, boys and girls. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back in a few days. See you later. See you later.